0: Welcome to Content Folks, a content marketing podcast that will teach you absolutely nothing about content, but maybe a little something about the folks behind it. I'm your host, Fio, and here is my mother. Oh boy. Hello. Hi, I'm Marina, and uh, you may know me as uh, Fio's mom, and I don't really know what your job is, Fio. Yeah, but it's not like we don't have this conversation all the time. Do you really not know what I do?
1: No.
0: (laughs) Oh, this episode is going to be fun. I am the senior content strategist at Float. I write a content marketing newsletter called Content Folks. And I also do this podcast, which is not really about content marketing, but it's also called Content Folks.
1: When you were 8 years old is this what you wanted to be as an adult?
0: Well, you would know that eight-year-old me had no idea of what careers were or no interest in having one probably but uh, there was a bunch of stuff I was good at and I enjoyed doing and I guess I kind of assumed I would do more of that and that was reading, writing, editing. Although I didn't even think that there was a profession in there and certainly Marketing was not on my radar for a long time, Uh, not until grad school, actually, when I was going down a very specific academic path. But somehow I ended up doing some internships in marketing departments. And then all of a sudden, this thing revealed itself to me, where you would create some content or do something and put it in front of an audience, and they would see it within days, not within the weeks, months, or even the years that it took for anything to happen in academia. And that was just so much more fun for me and for my brain. So again, eight-year-old me had no possible way to understand content marketing as a concept or as a profession. I think should be very happy with the way things turned out.
1: <sighs> okay, it's enough with marketing. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Allora, stay bravo. What house chore or DIY activity do you like?
0: So you remember years ago when I insisted that we repaint your walls? See, sí. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to pick the DIY route and go with painting walls. Because I love painting walls. I love prepping the walls. I have my frog tape in yellow and green, which is the tape that you use to have straight lines and to avoid paint bleeding when you're doing corners and windows and ceilings and stuff like that. And um, the worst thing about painting walls is usually the smell of the paint. But this summer, I repainted our house and I found this natural paint, with, like natural pigment, kind of smells like Nesquik, so... Um, <laughs> okay yeah but that was cool because then you know at the same time it removed the only thing of painting that I don't actually like it was nice to spend a week just doing that me and the walls and the paint a lot of people say that when something is boring it's like watching paint dry but I love watching paint dry it's especially if it's the colors that I picked this summer if it's like it's a very vibrant or a very deep color because this you just sit there and you watch it dry, coat after coat after coat. And you can see the difference in, in ah, the sense of achievement when you're sat down and you're looking at your walls. It's just great. So, yes, my favourite DIY activity.
1: See, um, do you have in clothes you'd be said to shrink in the washing machine or not?
0: So this is where we're going to talk about my favourite pants of the entire last decade, which I know you hate with a passion so for the record you just said that if you saw me wear those pants again you'd rip them off but let's give some backstory here so people may not know this because i work remote and so you never really see my lower half but i pretty much exclusively wear men's pants the kinds that are usually called aladdin pants or harem pants they have a really low crotch like below the knees and then they're elasticated at the ankle and they're like the most comfortable item of clothing ever. My favorite pair was this patchwork-like pair. They were super colorful, kind of spring summery, and you made fun of me forever. But I was so comfortable. I was so happy. I wore them, admittedly, all the time, to the point where they got so threadbare that I actually had to get rid of them uh, in the summer. So... The answer to the original question is no, I don't have any items of clothing and be sad to shrink in the wash because my favorite trousers are gone and I don't currently love anything as I've loved those for the last six or seven years.
1: (sighs) Allora, what meal can you cook without the recipe?
0: I think rather than a recipe, I'll probably go with a bunch of recipes that have one thing in common, saffron which is a very versatile spice, an excellent spice that works across multiple courses. So I could make a saffron risotto, black risotto with saffron and mascarpone fondue. I can make scallops with saffron and cream. I can make a mean saffron tiramisu, which is something you've actually taught me how to make. So overall, saffron it is, and you've taught me really well. Menomale. (laughs) Okay, next...
1: We're on a different podcast uh, not about work what would you talk about?
0: I am very interested in a lot of stuff I get into it but then I sort of also get out of it and kind of forget about what I learned. So the 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 answer to this question is very much dependent on what's top of mind at the time. For example, a few years ago, you would, you would know this. I think I would have made a great guest on any podcast that was talking about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Non ci credo, non ci credo! Yes! Va bene, okay. Again, it was an animated series, allegedly for children, but clearly designed with a very specific type of adult in mind, a.k.a. me. And I could talk about that for a really long time because I was super into it. But then it's been a few years and now I can't really remember all the most interesting points. So I guess the answer really depends on what's on my mind at that specific point in time. Like, for example, right now, it's the middle of December. I could talk about Christmas movie tropes, of which there are many, both Christmas movies and tropes. And they're terrible. And I love watching them and discuss everything that's wrong with the plot. So yeah, I think I could do that. Allora,
1: right. Fia, What song do you listen to to get in a good mood?
0: Yeah, so there is this TV show I love called Only Murders in the Building, which is a comedy murder mystery show. And the soundtrack composed by Siddhartha Kosla is fantastic. And within that, the, the main title immediately puts me in a good mood. Like within three seconds, it starts off with percussions and I'm already there smiling. It's short, it's a bouncy, it's vibrant piece, but it's got some dark undertones. It was this, one of the most played things I had on Spotify this entire year. So I guess in 2023, I was in a good mood a lot.
1: Bellissima
0: <laughs> If you were to win an award, what would the category be? This is a very hypothetical scenario. So I'm going to aim really high and I want to win. A PGOT, which is actually not a prize per se, but it's what happens when you win five major prizes, which are a Pulitzer, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. These are basically the the highest achievements in uh, journalism: the Pulitzer, television for the Emmy, recording for the Grammys, film for the Oscars, and Broadway or theater for the Tonys. There's a bunch of folks who have an EGOT, which is already kind of hard to achieve. It's like Rita Moreno and Whoopi Goldberg, Viola Davis. But there's like three or four Pigots because it's really so hard to win five awards in those five kind of different categories, really. So let's go for it. I want the Pigot.
1: Allora, what color will the background for your episode be and why this specific choice?
0: All right, so we talked about me painting the walls this past summer, and it's a very rich teal color. It's such a beautiful color, and it changes all the time, depending on the time of day, the season. Like, you could be looking at the wall, and it's a deep, deep teal, and then the light shifts and just becomes green, and it's bright in the summer. It's kind of moody right now in the winter. It's just the most beautiful thing, and I've just spent many, many happy hours just sitting on the sofa in front of it, thinking to myself how chuffed and elated I am that I painted this wall, and it looks so amazing. So I think, yeah, I'd like this to be the color for my thumbnail.
1: And finally, Theo, people know you as a content person. What makes you content?
0: Well, there's the obvious answer of being surrounded by people I like and love, who like and love me right back, obviously makes me very content. But also, I've always been very lucky that I am really quick to delight and wonder, even about the most mundane of things, like even sitting on the sofa, staring at your wall, changing color with the light, can fill me with such sense of wonder and such sense of profound contentment. And yeah, knowing that I have this ability, that I can be on my own pretty much anywhere, and I'm sure I'll be able to find a couple of things to be curious about or enamored by. Yeah, knowing I can do this makes me very content. Thanks for listening to the first season of Content Folks. Today's episode was brought to you by My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, Deep Teal Walls, and my beautiful patchwork pants. Thanks to my mom for coming over and to Leila for producing this episode. Alla prossima!